For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hi, how's it going? This is a bonus episode on a fabulous Friday. Also, here's a bonus for your life. If you want to go to a live event, you better use the presenting sponsor of this podcast, SeatGeek. And it's not because they're just the greatest ticket-buying platform on planet Earth. It's because they're good people. Mm-hmm. Wait until you see the Dream Seat giveaway that we were able to do at the Cincinnati game that we just cut together and we're releasing either today or tomorrow. Felt good. Mm-hmm. SeatGeek and us got a chance to give a family an experience of a lifetime. Because when you're getting a ticket to something, you're not just getting a ticket. You're getting a story that you can share forever. You're getting a moment that will never be forgotten. SeatGeek, the greatest ticket-buying platform on earth, is the place you go whenever you need a ticket to anything. Football? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hockey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Theater? Sure. Mm -hmm. Comedy? Sure. Mm -hmm. Music? Yeah. Yeah, damn. Right now, you use promo code PAT, get $10 off your first order. McAfee, get $20 off your first order. A little self-awareness. If we're not rich yet, go ahead and use that McAfee. Get the $20 off your first order. And if you're doing well, you got no student loan debts or anything like that, go ahead and use PAT for $10 off your first order because we need both of those to work for good business. And our good business is your good business because we can keep this thing going on forever and just riding this road all the way to the top. Speaking of the top, took a lot of vitamins. We're flying very high. You're going to enjoy this conversation is about to hit you right in the face hello it is friday uh september 6th 2019 if you're listening to this show before noon know that ty schmidt is running on roughly four and a half hours of sleep in the last 72 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> send him a tweet say hey ty don't die bub need you to stick around things are about to get going he just guzzled his fifth Red Bull, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, which he is a team, a uh, part owner of the team, mm-hmm. currently undefeated. That's right. So not only has he not slept, he's probably on a celebration bender right now with his baseball bat, vitamin pen. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably taking one entire cartridge down. We're recording this late night after the game. Zito's Bears. One done. Incredible defense. <laughs> yeah. I just listened to Aaron Rodgers' post game. Aaron Rodgers said... Uh, he was asked about the offense kind of failing a little bit mm-hmm. or struggling. And he said that the Bears defense is going to cause a lot of people's offense uh-huh. to struggle. Mm-hmm. Because I think your initial reaction is Aaron Rodgers didn't play all preseason. He must be rusty. Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, it's a brand new system. They must not be on the same page. First couple drives, a lot of runs. And then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers started slinging it. They started moving. Then they were struggling. And Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, I mean, maybe that was the case. But that Bears defense... Is really good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And on the flip side of that, that Bears offense was <laughs> tough to watch at times. Zito? Dinks. Gumpy was in your ear a lot. <laughs> he was, he was. Chirping pretty heavily. Yep. That, that particular offense in Chicago mm-hmm. last night with an entire offseason to prepare. I can't wait to watch a Dolphins game, by the way, but. 
We're supposed to stink, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. is very true. You're Gump- gonna watch Dolphins games. Yeah, he won't. But Gumby's a Dolphins fan. That's where that comes from. But let's not get off topic here. Sorry, sorry. Don't try to deflect. You got to eat this right now. <laughs> <laughs> An entire offseason, you score three points. That is very difficult to handle. I would assume as a Chicago Bear fan on opening night. They're trying to redo from last year. Redo the same thing. Lose the Packers. Come back strong. So this is a plan? It's all <laughs> part of the game plan. There was a lot of booing in the crowd. Uh, apparently not everybody knew that was the motherfucking plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't spread to everybody, but Just it's, Trubisky. it's part of the plan, yeah. yeah. Just Trubisky. <laughs> well, director of morale. Easy gumpy. Director of morale was supposed to be at the game, but he came up with 17,000 excuses and didn't go to the game. Zito, he was supposed, he was supposed to run out the flag. Zito told me. I would have died. <laughs> the wedding that he was uninvited from, he ended up getting back invited from, but he wasn't allowed to bring a plus one because the couple thought that he was abusing his invitation. <laughs> I <privilege>. was. <laughs> Which possibly if we're just going to bring a random to this wedding. He went to the wedding, came back and said, I met a guy at the wedding. He said, I can run the flag out opening night for the Chicago Bears. Yep. Everybody in the room when he said that said, Zito, you should go do that. That is a once in a lifetime. 100%. Especially as a guy who supposedly likes the Bears. Yeah, Ty? diehard fan. <laughs> Let's not use the word supposedly. Ty Schmidt, I think you're a big Bears fan. Thank you. You got a Bears shirt on tonight. Yep. I saw you get a little passionate tonight when Ray Lewis was giving you a positive motivational sprint. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I saw you getting passionate about the Bears. Ate a lava cake. To ate a lava cake. Oh, By the way, with passion. delicious. Before we get into Westwood One deal, it starts next week, and they'll probably sell us to... Uh, like some sort of fast food. I would like to get this out there before we're not allowed to say this type of stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Domino's lava cake is the greatest dessert from oh. any fast food or delivery service in the history of chain restaurants, fast food, and delivery services. It's, it's the only it's happiness amazing. I had to it's not amazing. with you. The lava cake that Evan Foxy has never tried in his life. <laughs> First time ever. The not kid. even tried, like never even heard of. Didn't know what a lava cake was uh, when nope. I said... Hey, big diet starts tomorrow. Let's go ahead and cram it in tonight. Zito, need you to order a lava cake from Domino's. So Zito ordered eight of them. <laughs> Foxy's, Foxy's going to try one and said, what are these? <laughs> and we go, lava cake. He goes, I never heard of that. You know, Foxy lives this incredible life. Which <laughs> he is somehow... Ran the three-man weave through his life, <laughs> missing so many things. A that lot I'm, of things. I mean, I just don't order dessert from pizza places. Yeah, I get that. But you had never heard of a lava oh, cake before. Yeah, I don't order dessert from and pizza never, places. And you've never been on the Domino's menu and just scroll yeah. down. And even when you don't order dessert from the pizza place on the Domino's app, they ask you at the end, do you want to add on the fucking most delicious dessert of all time? <laughs> it is, right. And you literally have – it pops up as a screen, and you have to say no – or yes, you fucking know about what it. You hear, what, what also, not exclusive to Domino's. Also, they exist <laughs> elsewhere in the world. What you're hearing right now from Diggs is just a fraction of the disappointment that he yelled at Foxy whenever Foxy said he didn't know what a lava cake was. One of my favorite moments. Foxy goes, what is a lava cake? And Diggs goes... Foxy, I'll tell you what, you never fucking uh, <laughs> ceased to, uh, and he, he didn't know what to say, and it wasn't disappoint, it wasn't disgust, which are the first two options Diggs wanted to say to Foxy. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just said, surprise me. <laughs> and uh, Foxy, you tried it, it was great. I've said and done a lot of dumb things in the two years I've been here, but no one out of all of you has ever been that disgusted. <laughs> 
as and it was with the lava cake. Yes. Tony, welcome back to the Fat Club. But that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, you can't get mad about a dessert. Wow. I'm going to assume if I've never had the lava cake, someone else out there that's listening has never had the lava cake, get the lava cake. That's not true. Incredible. Like, I understand there's some people, like, for instance, I have a very basic palate. I've lived a very normal life. If I feel, well, until a point, you get it. Yeah. I was very lucky to fall into some situations. <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> but I have a pretty basic palate. Mm-hmm. So if I feel something, normally, a group of humans feels that way. Right. You just assuming that you're like that is a wild scene. <laughs> <laughs> you just saying, well, I'm assuming if I never heard of a lava cake, somebody listening out there never heard of a lava cake. I don't think you should assume that. I, I think most people have heard of a lava cake. I, I think that is not oh, true. Right. You know what I mean? I, and he was saying, tried it. I assume there's people who haven't tried it, but everyone's, I think, has heard of a lava I cake. I don't know anyone that I went to college with who didn't have a lava cake while we were in college. So at that's least all once. of the University of Iowa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's knock the Iowa, the state of Iowa out. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, I'd assume, there's pretty yeah, big lava cake. Hell yeah. Cake I mean, dominoes. So we're kind of falling through states here that probably... I mean, I'm sure everyone in Michigan has tried it. I don't know. Lava cakes are incredible. Yeah. I knew what lava cake was before I knew what lava was. <laughs> <laughs> That's how common it is. In your defense, Foxy, though, you're a hungry Howie guy, right? <laughs> yes, I it's not a- just Domino's. <laughs> That's where I'm confused. Where else is it? Like Everywhere. Everywhere. Just got lightheaded. Like, I just lost all oxygen in my head with Todd's. And so ordering desserts from pizza places for not, you guys. Not normal. No. I don't think that's a normal thing. It's not. That's but why you I don't know, think it's like weird. a cinnamon bite type thing. I was going to say, uh, the yeah, chocolate chip cookie from Pizza Hut yeah. is also delicious. I mean, cheesecake from the beginning of time has been offered up from pizza Everywhere. places. Dessert pizza. I mean, I just get pizza, breadsticks, and then sometimes the cinnamon sticks. Oh, so you do get dessert. Well, that's a dessert. Well, I don't know. Is yes. it? Yeah, 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 is yeah. It? 200%. No, it's the part of the meal, the cinnamon sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an appetizer, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's appetizer. You're right. Well, I don't get cake then. Take cake off the list. Lava cake, cake is like a it's, it's like a piece of candy that's hot though. It's like the Reese's. Oh, that molten chocolate. Oh yeah. And if you guys watch me eat it, you could tell it was my first time. No, that thing tonight brownie with like the best brownie. Yeah, you were you ate it like ever. a goon. It was all over the place. Speaking of goons, Big Kippers. <laughs> this guy, what was his name? Nick Kiprios. There's a guy named Nick Kiprios. Plays the sport of hockey. Thought he was the tennis player. Boy, when I walked up and they talked said his name. I couldn't even guess what he was. I thought he was an actor. And then I turned around and I saw his nose. He was a handsome son of a bitch. And he, he was attractive, but I saw his nose. I was like, that's a hockey player. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's that's Nick Kiprios. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And Gumpy goes, oh, he just got fired from Sportsnet, Paul. <laughs> you know what you said? Like, 20 years he'd been there. And he got fired literally two days before that. I think he was holding court for his next job. Yeah, so Gumpy tells me that this big Nick, uh, Nick. Uh, the Kipper. Kiprios <laughs> is potentially interviewing for another TV job back there. Uh-huh. He'd worked there for 20 years, had been a voice of hockey basically in Canada for all this time. His last play ever, I found out via text message from Nick, uh, was him laying face first on the ice in a pool of blood because he, <laughs> he lost his last fight. In the he NHL? Took, he took a beating, yeah. Yeah, he was a fighter, I guess. He, he was, was just in the a league, though? He was a grinder, a goon, yeah. He played. Yeah, he won a cup with the Rangers in 94, though. Yeah, but well, loved, congrats. universally beloved in Canada, I learned after the fact. And uh, Gumpy goes, I, I think he's uh, interviewing for his next job, pal. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk over there 
and uh, try to up his negotiations with them. Because right? <laughs> if I'm like talking to a TV thing or a TV executive and somebody walks by and they're like, Pat, love you. It's like, that's great news because the people just saw that. Mm -hmm. That's all they're looking for, right? Right. It has happened to me every single time, by the way. And every time it happens, I'm always just like, Phew. like, I wish I could give that guy like, <laughs> like at least a percentage of this next contract. Because <laughs> that person just helped me out so much, you know? At least get him some free merch from Dick or something. Somebody tracked that guy down. But you can't do it because you got to keep your cool. So I walked over to him, just learning about his name. And he's in the corner of the bar. And I go, uh... I go, hey, Mr. Kipper, because his, uh, his Twitter is real Kipper. So I go, hey, Mr. Kipper, big fan, man. He goes, oh, thanks, pal, or whatever. And I go, really appreciate what you've done for the game of hockey <laughs> or the sport of hockey. And he goes, oh, no problem. I go, thank you, man. And I turn around and walk away. And Nick goes, you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I don't know. Hopefully I got him a raise, though. You know, like I felt like I really did a good deed there. And we're standing there bullshitting for probably, I don't know, a minute and a half, two minutes. And we're all just kind of sitting there uh, trying to get the checks or whatever. And the waitress that was at our restaurant the night before was now at the bar, a different bar that we were at in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So I think she works at every restaurant in <laughs> Toronto. And that was kind of a moment there while they were cashing out. And then all of a sudden, I get like a tap on my shoulder. And it's the kipper. He rose from the corner. And comes over and he goes, boys, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, Kipper, how's it going? He goes, you guys Rangers fans? Or I was like, ah, oh, we're Penguins fans, but uh, love hockey, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay. And he like, stands there quiet for like 30 seconds. And we're just kind of all looking at him. <laughs> and he's like, you boys want a fucking picture? <laughs> so I go, obviously. Yeah, yeah absolutely we do, Mr. Kipper. Because uh, uh, the TV network's still watching over there. So we're getting a picture with him, you know. So I, I go to take a picture with him again. He goes, uh, he asked, you guys Rangers fans? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I literally just told him no. But I point at Nick. I go, this guy, diehard Rangers fan. So, the, so he, he fucking grabs Nick, like bodies him up. We take a photo. And he goes, all right, boys, take care. And walks back to the corner. And uh, I'll tell you what. I think I got to get a Kipper jersey. <laughs> I've, never, I've never in my life been asked. You boys want a fucking picture? <laughs> it's like whenever Coach Jason Brown in the, the Last Chance You, while giving a motivational speech to his team, informed his team that he was a master motivator <laughs> in the motivational speech. Like whenever you can play off something that cool, like you guys are going to win because I'm a master motivator. <laughs> That and still look go. That's impressive. The kipper was able to force us into taking a picture with him and still look cool. And I don't know. I honestly don't know how many people could pull that off. Well, Andy's a Toronto legend. We found out because we I get an when. Uber. Yeah. We get a fucking Uber to the airport, and uh, obviously this kipper story had had captivated the group because <laughs> yeah. like, this fucking guy just walks up to us. So we're driving in an Uber and. By the way, new podcast I would like to start is called Canadians Talking to Each Other. <laughs> Just because the two accents going back and forth is insanity. But Gumpy was in the way back, and his Uber driver obviously driving in the way front. And he's like, talking, he's like, ah, how was your guy's day? You know, like the whole thing. And uh, I forget who somebody said, like, 
Oh, just got done hanging out with the Kipper or whatever. And the fucking guy goes, you guys know Kipper? <laughs> and for five minutes, Gumpy and this guy are talking about what a beauty is the Canadian word for what Kipper is. And the driver's like, yeah, I just got let go of Sportsnet. Yeah, you know, like, pal, what's going on? He's like, and Gumpy's in the back like, oh, I just saw him at a big meeting with a TV company. <laughs> and the driver in front's like, well, with who? You got to tell me. And uh, Gumpy's like, pal, can't tell you, pal. He's <laughs> like, oh, no, you're not going to tell me? He's like, no, pal, can't. And the Americans are just sitting in between this, and they're just bickering back and forth over top of us about a Canadian hero that I didn't even know existed until 24 hours before that. So for the big kipper that's listening, man, thanks for what you did to the sport. <laughs> <laughs> we I love that you just did a comedy stand-up ending. <laughs> fucking bring it around. <laughs> We're out telling great. you, man. We had a great time in Canada. It was outrageous up yeah. there. So thankful to get back and have the NFL start, though. Oh. Man. Mm-hmm. Just watching a game, the whole thing. The whole goddamn thing. From Megan Trainer, <laughs> You know, from Megan Trainer out there. And this is why the NFL did the Megan Trainer thing. The NFL did the Megan Trainer thing because the NFL knows that everybody who watches the NFL is going to be watching no matter what. Okay? So if you're somebody who's a football fan, it's opening night of the NFL. You've seen bullshit preseason games. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch regardless. Mm-hmm. The only thing they were hoping for is Megan Trainer to potentially bring in like a 1% increase from somebody that would never, ever, ever watch the NFL. That's the only way that they could logically be like, you know what? Opening night, fucking Megan (laughs) Trey. Here's the only flaw in that thinking. They probably should have booked someone who actually had fucking fans. Oh, my oh God. My Easy. You should not say what you just said. The Trust tra- me. There's no mega trainer army that's going to fucking come after tra- The army. trainer train oh, I can't wait. has been running rough shop on people that say bad things about Megan Trainer. Where? Well, it, You're about to find out. You're yeah. after yeah. Hey. Choo-choo. <laughs> you know what? You, the trainer train is about to... Train the digs for sure. It'd be funny if like this was the one thing that I said that like really fucking <laughs> turned. Into I could tell you right now. I can just tell you that I know for a fact her people are militant because she represents certain people that see themselves in her that don't get represented a lot in that industry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, so it's like a so cult. Yes, yes. Tony, you're in trouble. You're fucked, dude. <laughs> now, can you please add on your Twitter bio that the opinions? <laughs> 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 great game people hated it great punning i i love a nice defensive game you know i think you just loved it the only reason why we loved it is because it was the first game of the year maybe bingo yeah. i'll tell you what if that was a thursday sure. night game week eight we'd be like fucking thursday night football's terrible <laughs> but there's an option on espn <laughs> yep. yes. so if the games are going to be like that not saying that it wasn't awesome to watch the punters punt, a game-winning punt from Yoga J.K. Scott out of Alabama. Kid literally looks like he's 10. <laughs> Hit a 63-yard game-winning bomb to win that thing. Aaron Rodgers gets afterwards, says, hey, we got a defense. We've got a good defense. We've got a good defense. He's all jacked up. Mm-hmm. They're going to get up there and win. But it was quite a boring football game for a lot of people on the internet. And the only reason why I know that is because normally my tweets during games, if it's about anything other than the game, won't do shit. People just skip over it. Mm-hmm. 
I tweeted that video of that guy catching a cell phone on the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. That thing went. went. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people were watching the game, but they were just on their phone like, yeah, what the fuck? This is boring. And so, oh, yeah, starting conversations on other things. Uh-huh. Like, oh, and we'll get back to, and we're here. I'm assuming it's going to have a great rating, but I don't think people enjoyed the game much, but I love a good that's real football here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, They're that's NFC North. NFC North smash mouth football. I mean, what do we want? Diner in Chicago? Bears Packers. 100th year anniversary. You know what? It was a, it was a commemorative throwback to the 1919 season. <laughs> that's what it was. There was no passing a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they were dressing like that. They knew the game was coming. Well, roaring 20s is almost here, my friend. Hey, how about no slide in for Collinsworth? I know. What was the bet? Plus 10,000. Rigged for sure. Our Michaels and Collinsworth <laughs> were like, they looked at it. They were like, Plus 10 fucking thousand. <laughs> yeah, we'll have them just fucking sit here for sure. <laughs> what was that? $20 bets, 2000 Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Al Michaels just cashed in. <laughs> fucking Al's wife at home just emptying the bank account right into the <laughs> betting app. Hey, babe. Uh, Chris is not sliding in. <laughs> Plus 10K. And if they have a bet for uh, hats on in the booth. We'll both have those fucking. <laughs> I, I think Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels don't get um, a lot of positive love on the internet because they've been around for so long. I think Chris Collinsworth's been around for so long, and also sometimes he can stray a bit negative. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind him. I like. Him a I lot. like Chris Collinsworth. I like Al Michaels too. I didn't like Collinsworth at first because I thought he came off very smug. Yes. Yeah, and like, he still does, but he's grown on me. Sometimes he gets really horned up on one player too. <laughs> Whether it's good they or all bad, do that, though. you know what I mean? I mean, I was pretty locked in on uh, DSR. DTR. <laughs> By the way, did not know his name. <laughs> I heard somebody else say it in the broadcast. It was uh, Adam Amin, I think, dropped the DTR in there. And I was like, oh, good. That's his name. I should have known the quarterback's name to coming into this game. I mean, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's broadcasting 101. I mean, don't have three names. What do you fucking want from me? There's 400 kids out there. Right. I don't have three names. Mm-hmm. I know Desmond Ritter, kid sat in the pocket. You know why? Because Cincinnati Bearcats answer my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I'll learn your I'll learn your quarterback's name. You answer my tweet. No, that was a there's some there were some learning moments from that. But I'm excited. Football is all the way back. Mm-hmm. Live shows coming on Monday. We're giving away oh. Cadillac Escalade next week. <laughs> That's really coming together. I may or may not have been. Up north smoking legal. <laughs> when we came up with that idea on the spot into a microphone, so now we have to actually figure out the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. I think we're starting to figure out the logistics of it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's starting to come together. We're going to see if that Escalade turns on. That's, a, that's <laughs> the first one. step. Mm-hmm. We're going to get it washed. Sam thinks there's a potential rat living underneath it. I feel like we could never get inside of it either. The Escalade? The yeah. Am I wrong? Or maybe the keys were just locked in there. I just remember one time like not being able to get in. No, so the battery was dead. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, I know about that. And this, uh, yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Zito's battery is back being non-existent, by the way. (laughs) Old jump cable Zeke. Yeah, I went to go get Domino's pizza. I had to jump the car. lava cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Black on black right over there. (laughs) (laughs) Sit outside Domino's. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you need help with that? No, I got it. (laughs) This is never movement scenario <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, so we're going to give away an Escalade. But the battery, there's a lot of fucking gadgets on that car. I, I don't fully like it, but so I'm happy I'm giving it. Well, it, it has every loaded. option possible. Every button in, in possible. Yes. I'm too simple of a human for that car, but I'm sure whoever wins it from uh, the next week giveaway 
listening and watching the live show on DAZN and listening uh, on radio stations across the country of the United States, by the way. Just quick heads up. Carlo Intel for our show on DAZN. We're going to be live in Canada. Mm-hmm. Let's go. America. Yes. Mm, of course. Germany. Yes. Nine. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know. Yes. See. I think you just said it. See. I think. I think. Yeah. 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 Bitch. Da. No, that's da. Russian. Da. Yeah. That's da Russian. is yes. Mm. Wait, Russian. Hi. Is Japanese. Oh. And we are not on in oh. Japan. Not yet. yet. Not yet. But. Grazie to Italy. Arrivederci. We'll be broadcasted on the DAZN app in Italy. So they must listen to the show. Germany, Canada, and the United States. So not only are we a nationally syndicated radio show, we are legitimately a worldwide, wide, wide show. (laughs) (laughs) The Italians asked for us, I guess. It's going to feel pretty good, huh? It's hilarious. Pisons, no. It's not up. always good when they ask for you, but this time it is. Yeah, the Italians <laughs> summoned me into a fucking room. I hope there's just one big time mafia guy over there. It's a diehard fan of ours somehow. Mm-hmm. He like just falls in love with us, and we get invited like uh, the IG models get invited by Saudi princes. Oh, that would be the shit. Yeah, the mafia sends a plane over. We got a bunch of pinky rings in there as soon as we get on. Oh. <laughs> Coming to see the boys in Italy. <laughs> do you think they heard about our Italian club shirt? And they're like, yeah. I do wonder them. if they had... see my uniform on Monday. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think you should really... I, I am going to do yeah, it up. Yeah, I think you should. Let them know we represent... <laughs> Gold changer. Gumpy's Canada. Flown. You're Italy. The Germans are going to be tough. Maybe we'll have Sally McAfee come in. She's 100% German. Don Schmidt's about as German as you yeah. Ha, Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The man in the high hill or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> high castle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. At one point, he was a man in high hills. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Double down. Oh, well, he's not wrong. By the way, rest in peace to Bruce Jenner. Yes, he, rest in peace. He did a lot of great things for our country. Oh, Wheaties box. He was the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. A champion in her own. Incredible right. golfer. Well said. Yeah. She is a champion in her own. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got a makeup deal immediately. You think she's going to destroy in that roast? That Alec Baldwin roast? She's on it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's Alec Baldwin. Uh, can't remember who the comedians are. but What I, channel is it on? Comedy Central. Caitlyn Jenner's on it? Yeah. Who's being roasted? Alec Baldwin. Oh, it is Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it's yeah. his roast. Nice. But she's part of it, though. Is uh, Jeffrey Ross going to be there? You yes. bet your ass. The Roastmaster, oh, you no. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm getting so uncomfortable. I hope next on it. I am getting oh. so uncomfortable right now. What's that? Tack. Oh, Robert De Niro's the other guy, too. There's something called tack. I oh, believe. yeah. Secondhand embarrassment. Yes. Where you feel embarrassment for somebody else and get uncomfortable. It's not embarrassment. You get uncomfortable for somebody else. It's like mm-hmm. you get uncomfortable. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that. Because if they're going after Caitlyn Jenner. I, I'm going to be worried about it. I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to be like, oh, can we please just skip over this part? <laughs> I'm not so sure it's not just going to turn into the roast of Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have Jeff Ross up there. Just you got. That's uh, all he does. What is he supposed? This is not good. It's his Super Bowl. Smart of Alec Baldwin to invite her. She's going to take the brunt of this thing. You got Ken Jong, oh. Nikki Glazer, Caroline Ray, Adam Carolla. Oh. Then Robert De Niro, Blake Griffin. Caitlyn Jenner, Chris Redd, and Jeff Ross. 
That's eh. not a bad days. I'll be excited to see Blake Griffin up there. Mm-hmm. I've heard he's pretty good. I'm excited to see it. That's gonna be, I'm not going to watch it, though. It's going to be tough. You'll see highlights. Yeah. You'll see highlights. But the highlights are going to be <laughs> <laughs> the best parts. <laughs> I'm worried about her. I don't like that. Yeah, that's a tough spot. Man. You know what, though? I think it could help normalize uh, even more so than yeah, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner has already done. So it's probably yeah. a good move. The yeah. more Caitlyn Jenner can do, probably the better. And obviously, she knows what she's getting into. So she must be mentally ready. Does she go from the ladies' tees? Uh, I think she goes uh, blue tees. Really? Yeah. I, I, by the way, <laughs> so much certainty. Did you just? Read? I just couldn't remember the last tees in my head. Well, the tips. They're not. They're not blue. Black. Gold. They're black tips. Are you just making up numbers or colors right now? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever golfed? <laughs> yeah, Not four good. dons of golf. <laughs> yeah. What your are the, dad taught me and your dad. What are me. the four dons of golf? Uh, slow don, uh, foot don, <laughs> ass don. Oh my god! You're, you're What's above you. your shoulders? Head don. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't golfed in a while. <laughs> I forgot the rules. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we're all pumped. The NFL's back. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Indianapolis Colts are potentially just going to go undefeated this year. Yeah. I like the way they're coming together. The Jacoby video did it for you, really. What's that, the throw? Yeah. Yeah, they posted one throw from practice, and it was a I mean, it was a dart. rope. In literally the only spot that old Funches could have caught it. I like Jacoby, man. QB1 Jacoby, by the way. Great shirt. Available <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now. That's from Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Same thing. <laughs> no, 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 my friend. Not even close to the same thing. Well, I mean, they shouldn't have borrowed words from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Could they have been Space Wars? What was first, Star Trek or Star Wars? Star, Star Wars. Wars. Ooh, oh, so I, I think they should have been Space well, actually, Trek. Actually, no, I don't know. Yeah, what, Star, Star Trek, Trek was a TV show. Oh, what, yeah. Was it the 60s? Is that what uh, the Reading Rainbow 60s. guy? Oh. Yeah, that was a version of it. Was that Star Trek or Star Trek? That was during the shitty years. With the rainbow, track. reading rainbow yeah. guy? Is this one? Oh, you fucking bite your tongue. Yeah, Captain John Luke Picard. Can't hold a candle to Captain Kirk. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Captain that. Kirk's the guy from uh, Travelocity? Yep. Yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, he had, he had that judo chop. He could take out any alien with that one little judo chop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he was with a the little gnome. They traveled. No, no, yeah, but I only noticed the gnome. I had no idea that Captain Kirk was in those. Yeah, it's a Shatner mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Billy Shatz. Yeah, well, yeah, Billy Shatz. Yeah, Miss Congeniality. That's what I know. Billy Shatz. Oh, he had a good performance in Miss Congeniality. You him know and, what? Him and Sandy. Oh, oh performance. great personality. What was it called? Congeniality. Miss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won an award. Congratulations. You did win an award. We. We did? Yeah, from the Academy. What? Mm-hmm. Of... Uh, Ty? Social media chairs. Nope, no <laughs> <laughs> we want a prestigious award. Oh, it was the podcast? Yeah. Oh, nice. You know, the thing about awards <laughs> is I'm trying to hold off here because I do feel honored that this random group of humans <laughs> chose our show mm-hmm. to say, hey, you're doing good. Which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Good, they could have not. It's a good pat on the back. But as soon as you empower awards that you win, then you also have to now start caring about ones that you don't win. Wow, that's a great, great perspective. And then if you don't win the awards, you have to really wonder why you didn't win the awards. Because if you truly cared about winning the awards, mm-hmm. 
then you're wondering why you didn't win the awards. Mm. And then you start thinking about it. You're like, oh, some people I've never met before sit in a fucking room listening to five minutes of this show. And they're saying, oh, this one's better than this other show. Yeah. <laughs> what if we had a bad show, the one that they chose to listen to? Mm-hmm. What if we had Marshawn Lynch wide open for the show? <laughs> that they chose? I just think Jerry Seinfeld was spot on whenever he says awards and everything, whenever it comes and pertains to comedy or content, is, uh, is a big joke. Because people's taste buds are the harshest almost for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And where one person can absolutely love a lava cake... Somebody might despise it. And that person might be from Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. (laughs) But taste buds and tastes are just so different for so many people. So I appreciate the award. But I will not empower awards because who gives a fuck? Well Well said. Well said. Thank you, boys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With that being said, we won, bitches. <laughs> they put like real hey they put some real shit into that I mean it was good I wish they would have just gave me a glass helmet you know what I mean for the future <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think the NFL is gonna allow that fucking LeBron glass helmet LeBron's trying to boost the CTE so he's <laughs> putting glass helmets out there AB would rock the shit out of that fucking helmet dude I really respect what LeBron was saying in that video. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand what he was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that NFL um, athletes don't get treated like humans because they're only seen as gladiators, right? So whenever an NFL player speaks out about something, they're always like, oh, shut the fuck up, which basically, by the way, yeah, I mean, they, spot on. There is a Not lot. Of, there is a lot of that reaction because the helmets on. The, you don't really see them much. Now, granted, Odell was a uh, very good at taking the helmet yes. off and things like that. So I think what LeBron was saying was, although it's it does appear that it's a gladiator out there, you know, the linebackers, punters, kickers, mm-hmm. the helmets on, mm-hmm. gladiators on the field. There's a human underneath, so we just need something that you can see through to see the human on the inside. And the problem with that, though, is that the things that you can see through uh, – probably not going to stop concussions. Yeah, <laughs> pretty fragile. It's made out of glass. We're going to have fucking shards of glass all over the field. Well, you know what they say. If you live in a glass house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you wear a glass helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> he, he, he made a big debut, too. I thought it was going to be like an actual, you know what I mean? He was like, never before seen. I was like, all right, LeBron, let's go. And Nick was like behind me. He was like, watch the end, watch the end. I was like, I'm getting a little fucking bored here. You know, well, stick around, stick around, stick around. And then he pulled that glass helmet out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like LeBron, man. It's hard, though. Yeah. Bro, with the it's fucking Taco Tuesday to- thing and the whole. He's so unrelatable at this point. Uh, I it's like so- him. The Taco Tuesday thing made him relatable, and then he ruined it. <laughs> You're right. A thousand percent right. You know what I mean? Bro, like, I want to like him. I, I like him. I like the greats that are great. Mm-hmm. And he's great. But boy, he makes it tough, man. Do you like him or do you like his athletic ability? Hey, hey Frank. <laughs> I, I don't need the I semantics. Mean... I don't need. Did he show up drunk last year and play in the NBA? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> like that. It's a wine issue. Did he mail it in? Yes. Probably. Mm-hmm. He took a one year vacation just like Le'Veon Bell. And he's coming back strong this year. They're going to be great again. Dwight Howard looks chiseled. He's going to be on top of the world again. But all these things he does, it's getting tough to defend. <laughs> you know? Because everybody knows I'm a LeBron guy. So anytime yeah. he does anything, 
I get five to six text messages immediately. Mm-hmm. AQ Shipley will say, as soon as LeBron posts anything, I'll get a text from <laughs> AQ that's like, Jordan would fucking never. Exactly. That's all I ever get. Jordan would never. And I'm like, take it easy. Okay. Just like I was talking to Steve Nash and he said, Jordan's the greatest of all time because whenever you were playing Jordan, you feared it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he talked about how the rules are different then. If LeBron played back then, he would, people would fear fucking LeBron too. If he's six foot eight throwing bows at motherfuckers, mm-hmm. I would assume people are going to fear LeBron as well. So it's not really comparable there, Mr. Nash. It's going to be tough to be afraid of some guy. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> Does he have a chance to bring it back, though? Because I feel nope. like people... No, I feel like... Honestly, Taco Tuesday? It's did, tough to defend, Foxy. Did people hate Tom Brady back in the day, and now he's getting if older, it, and he's doing the dad jokes, he's yeah, becoming relatable? Yes, people hate it. That's what I'm po- saying. It's gotten to a point where Pat's almost done with him. He used to defend him to the fucking <laughs> to the death. death. I it's always, hard. I always will defend him, no matter what. No, He's see, just, that's your problem. So <laughs> we got to be able to adjust. Okay, I'm an Antonio Brown guy too. I'm a big time Antonio Brown guy. I used to dap up Antonio Brown before games, full conversation. How's your family? Follows me on Twitter. I follow him on Twitter. I've tackled him. He's embarrassed me in front of my family. We have a good relationship. But all this shit. It's getting tough. <laughs> it's getting really tough. He's such a fucking goofball, man. It's like, just make your little point and just shut up. You're going on for 80 minutes. LeBron or Antonio? Nonsense. Both. Both. <laughs> it is true, though. Yeah. Like, Antonio, I mean, I guess a tweet he sent a, a couple weeks back was that luck was just a pregame. He tweeted that. I don't know if that's accurate or not, if somebody made that up. Nick sent it to me. This is what, <laughs> this is what Nick does. It was does. a screenshot. I didn't doctor it. Anybody I like. <laughs> Nick. Tom's out. Come on. I'll just be hanging out, looking at my phone, scrolling through my Twitter, what's going on in the world. See a message from Frank Moraldo. I click on it, and all of a sudden, it's just like, boop. Hey, Pat, lava cakes from Domino's have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> So Nick's just scrolling off. Pat's going to hate this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I did it to you yesterday with Avatar. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's incredible. The quote was, Avatar is a movie about a guy who betrays his entire planet just so he can clap some alien cheeks. <laughs> Sent that to me. Out of nowhere. It's I'm just true. sitting there laying down, relaxing. And he sends it to me, but I didn't follow the account that he hey, sent it to happen. me. It's great so I was like, oh, I can't see it. I, I can't see it. And he was like, oh, don't worry. I'll fucking, I'll get it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Antonio Brown, this Antonio Brown thing, it's become very difficult. Uh, flip mode, spin mode, okay? Antonio Brown <laughs> got to Oakland, okay? He went over to Derek Carr's house, dapped him up. I love Derek Carr. Call God. We got a handshake. And he started practicing with Derek Carr. He was like, wait a minute. This ain't what I thought it was. <laughs> so he called God. And God said, <laughs> you got to get the fuck out of Oakland. <laughs> and Antonio said, that's a lot of money, God. And God said, no, no. You called me for the answer. And I'm telling you, get the fuck out of there. So Antonio said, bet. He went into a cryotherapy thing, barefooted. He said, let me just burn my feet off. Mm-hmm. They'll cut me from Oakland. Nope. Weathered the storm somehow. You know what? I'm going to say I'm not going to play if, if I don't have this fucking helmet from 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Want to fight Roger Goodell about this yeah. thing. Got denied three times. They're like, oh, we're going to appeal it. And they're like, well, we've already appealed it. Oh, but the NFL would suspend We're going to be just hoping that Goodell would be like, nope, can't play if you're going to wear that helmet. You said it. <laughs> then now he's like, you know what? I'm just going to skip mandatory shit, not tell anybody. And when they find me, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> 
And then I'm going to go right up to the GM in training camp, in training camp, I just got here, and tell him, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to punt a ball, and I'm going to tell him, find me for that, bitch. Yeah. And if they don't cut me then, I don't know what else I got to do. I think Antonio Brown is trying to get out of Oakland. Yeah, <sighs> for sure. Well, I mean, that would, that would make sense, definitely. He I has mean, I, I to would, be. And I would give him the benefit of the doubt. I hope he's that, in, he's that genius. Trying to get out of there. Oh, no. Then he just goes and signs a one-year prove-it deal with the Patriots. They re-up him like 10 weeks in because he's buying into the Patriot way. He kept calling God every night, and things came through for him. Tom Brady put him on the TB12 uh, treatment. They got the entire thing. Belichick sits him down on day one. He's like, what the fuck? And Tony's like, with his big smile. <laughs> I was trying to get home, coach. <laughs> I was just trying to get to here. He's like, you were just trying to get cut? Yeah. That's why you told the GM you were punch him in the fucking face? Yeah. That's why you didn't wear shoes in a cryotherapy in negative 100 degrees? Yeah, yeah. That's why you took a hot air balloon in there 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's why you missed walkthroughs and practices and didn't tell anybody? Yeah. All right, well, fuck it. Yeah, you can play for us for free. <laughs> I hate that you're even putting this in the fucking universe. Why and happened? What if, and what if it's even better than that? What if he got help? What if he has somebody like Aaron Rodgers or somebody who Whoa. would really like to have him? And like helped him coordinate this. Let's well, yeah, Rogers would never. So. He doesn't need help. <laughs> no, it's he, fucking Tom. Pat he, already said it. it's Tom's guy. Whatever the fuck his name is. Who? Tom Brady's Tom guy. Brady? Yeah. No, Alex Guerrero. Guerrero. Guerrero yeah. yeah, Guerrero. Fucking probably knew exactly what the Cairo Chamber would do. Oh, you think Guerrero sent AB a text and was like, "All right, first things first. It'll look terrible, but it won't really hurt you that bad." Hop in the cryo thing with no shoes on. It'll look very bad. People will feel very bad for you, but you won't be able to walk for, for a couple weeks. They'll have to cut you. All right. Then they don't cut him for that. They like stand with him. He's like, what's next? And Guerrero's like, uh, concussions are hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the helmet. All right. I'll fight everybody tooth and nail. No helmet. Well, they still won't fucking cut me. All right, well. To GM. Yeah, Got to go punch the GM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does seem like everything was just kind of building up yeah. to... It seems like he's trying to get cut. A lot of people thought he did that in Pittsburgh, too, to try and get out of that situation. The thought of Antonio Brown, though. Worked once. He bought a million-dollar watch, what, like a month <laughs> ago? That's the first thing I said to you today. A million-dollar watch. Is that going to be regrettable? Antonio Brown can sell merch on his Instagram, though, and make a lot of money, I'd assume. He's got some diehard mm -hmm. fans, right? Yeah. yeah. Does Antonio Brown have diehard fans? If he's playing. I, I assume so. I think he thinks he does. Hey, I like John Gruden being good cop, by the way. Oh, <laughs> he's doing his best. They didn't even say anything. You could tell he's about at his, his wit's end. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yep. Yeah, he said that the, today. the team would make a statement. Mm -hmm. Hey, Coach Gruden, uh, you know that guy you've been defending? <laughs> Uh, just like Pat McAfee has been. Yeah, he probably, <laughs> he probably had to defend LeBron James, too. Uh, how do you feel about his latest incident? Uh, the fucking team will make a statement later. I'm out of here. Mayock just showed up, spoke for seven seconds. Antonio Brown's not here. We don't know if he's coming back. And then he just walked out. Uh -huh. It's a whole scene. Gruden looks so defeated in that little presser there that you just know – you knew immediately by looking at his face, Antonio's not coming back. And I wonder if it got to a point where, like, you know, Gruden wanted him so bad that he just went up to Mayock and be like, Sorry, man. Just, just let him punch you in the face. <laughs> I think it was Florio tweeted, though, that he was like, Gruden is going to have to potentially choose between Mayock and Antonio Brown. There's yeah. no way he would keep Antonio Brown. Drew Rosenhaus. Oh, my Drew God. Drew Rosenhaus <laughs> is right. 
He's right in the middle of his happy place right now. Yeah. Uh, he was on the sideline of the first game of the 100th NFL season wearing a Rosenhaus sports representation uh, zipper thing. What's that, a pullover? Three-quarter zip. Mm-hmm. I have one of those, by the way. Three-quarter zips? Rosenhaus one. Oh, you do? Ooh. I was repped by Rosen client. for three weeks, yeah. <laughs> Rosenhaus, like, you know, three weeks or maybe a month. I was so low on the totem pole. <coughs> I was like, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave, man. He's like, oh, okay, Pat, uh, if you ever want to get back, you know, we're definitely here for you. He's a good guy. Okay, I like Rosenhaus. But his job to be an agent, he has perfected. He's on Sports Center commercials back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was the first real powerhouse uh-huh. sports He team. was, yeah. They compared him to, like, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the guy. And now here we are in 2019, and Rosenhaus is somehow found him his way right Balls deep into the middle of the biggest controversy in the NFL. And he's on the sideline on NFL Network opening night right before or after Megan Trainer and before Meek Mill <laughs> talking about uh, he doesn't think the relationship is non-salvageable. He, think it, he thinks it is salvageable. And that's what his job is. Antonio has been a very good player. We handled everything in a very professional fashion. There's been a lot of speed bumps. But he still thinks that he can bring everybody together. You think Mayock... In his first year as a GM, is this his first year as yeah, a GM? Yeah. Is ever going to get over the guy that he just paid ninety million dollars to, <laughs> telling him he's going to punch him in the face? <laughs> Not a chance. No Not way. Not a chance. There's no chance. Uh, when no. Rich Eisen asked oh. to ask Rose, we're all we were all thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Rich Eisen, what was her? What was, who's on the sideline? Oh, what's her name? Lindsay? She, she didn't want to ask it either. She stumbled so, over it. She has the earpiece in. Rich Eisen's back in the studio in yeah. another city, and Drew Rosenhaus is just sitting there, and she has the handheld mic with the earpiece in. Drew Rosenhaus can't hear the studio at all. They wrap up, and Drew Rosenhaus is like, we think something good will come from this, like a super agent answer, and she's like, thank you, Drew. And he's like, mm-hmm, you got it. <laughs> and he, he like looks at the TV thinking that it's like a closeout yep. shot, like he just hit a home run. And Rich Eisen, as they're fading out, goes, excuse me, can you ask him, is Antonio Brown's brain all right? (laughs) (laughs) So she has to restart back up. Uh, Drew, they're asking, and he's like still talking, like saying goodbye. He thinks it's over. And they're like... uh, is Antonio Brown mentally healthy? And uh, in, Rich Eisen, in Rich Eisen's tone, the way Rich Eisen was saying was like, hey, your guy obviously lost his fucking mind. Is there any statement you want to make on that? And Drew's like, he's absolutely mentally healthy. Everything he is doing is very natural and calm, basically. He just went on this big, long rant. And I was like, Rosenhaus is the best, dude. He'll sell any car that he can sell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, was like a little commercial for him. It basically. was. Yeah. And there wasn't a single negative thing. He found a way out of saying a mm-hmm. single negative thing mm-hmm. about any of the situations. Like, my job's getting all back together sooner rather than later, obviously. They're like, do you have a timetable for this? He's like, sooner rather than later. <laughs> it's an honest question, though. Like, ever this, all this AB stuff happened after, pretty much after Vontez Perfect destroyed him in the playoffs and hit him in the head. And then he was out for the next playoff game, like it's all been after that. I think I think that's the downfall right there. Vontez Perfect hit in the playoffs. I'm not letting him off that easy. Yeah, I mean he wanted a contract before that, and he was threatening to hold out and sit out before that. Yeah, but that's normal. It is, but there was still. It's always been something with him. It's always been something, and we tolerated it because he was talented. And then oh, eventually, I guess he, oh my god, Pittsburgh feels so good. Oh, uh, dude, 
when this stuff comes out and like it's not your concern anymore, it's the, I've, this is the most free feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. Do you think he came up with this? It's like when it's your like girlfriend's right. like it's like your, when your girlfriend's like two weeks late on her period, and then her period comes. That's how I felt today when the AB news came out today. It's just so freeing that you don't have to worry anymore. <laughs> Diggs had like five tweets out before anybody else had even seen the fucking thing. Yeah, and then he, and he I said something, and then he would just chime. Diggs was so chatty. My face hurts from smiling all day. <laughs> <laughs> you were a bit chatty on the internet today. Uh, he was so excited because you know you get we get the same notification. Obviously, we're following the same people, and I see it pop up, and then immediately as soon as I see it, I hear Diggs go, "Oh, oh, oh! Did we see the news?" <laughs> He just threatened to punch the GM in the face. <laughs> Good for them. I don't think they're going to be in playoff contention this year. <laughs> no. I think Green Bay has a chance, though. they got a defense. Yeah, and they haven't had a good defense in like 10 years. That's yeah. why Aaron Rodgers Since they so won excited. the Super Bowl. That's why Aaron was so excited. That Savage kid can play, man. So fast. The whole young secondary. Mm-hmm. Hey, Savage? This is savage. <laughs> Aptly named. Excuse. He actually did change his number to twenty one Savage. And yeah, then, and then went back twenty six because yeah, what sold sold well he sold too many jerseys and they said that he's gonna have to pay out the uh difference because he you miss he missed like a cutoff to change the jersey number. It was like LeBron when he tried yeah. to do that with yep, AD. Exactly. Well, yeah, Anthony Davis had to go back to his uh, kindergarten number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, taking it back way back to my kindergarten number. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Nike, Nike said we can't do shit. So every year you start like with football, like you have a chance to change a number if you want? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, you can up until a certain point, and then they cut you off because Nike has already produced so many jerseys and sold so many. That sounds like a them problem to me. Yeah. I was, I, I'm not really a guy that's like, hey, fuck you. But that, It is a them problem. That seems but like a hey, fuck They have to go to DTG. Well, you can't do that with Yeah, you, you want to tackle it, 12 jersey. I mean, you it, want the real stuff. Yeah, you cost, want to pay 350 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would cause people to buy more of their jerseys because yeah. they would want the updated number. But then also, yeah. it's cool that I have the old one because that's now vintage. Todd. It's the back stock. Too uh, much common sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I did want to change my name one year when I was young. Your name? To what? Yeah, I think I told you guys that. I want to change my last name to fuck. <laughs> with P-H-U-K or oh. U-C-K. Oh, that's... So it would have been fuck one. <laughs> Nice. And they would have had to say Patrick fucking the fuck. <laughs> I was thinking about doing it real hard. That was back whenever I was very young and very. Uh, hmm. Everyone would have thought you were Asian. <laughs> I would. I just like to hear Al Michaels say that yeah. I was coming out to punt. <laughs> fuck coming out here. To <laughs> and they would have had to do it, right? It's my legal uh, name. Oh yeah. Ocho Cinco became mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Were they blurred out though? They it's, funny, have to. it's funny you Every say time. that. P H U C K. Would be fucked. Ah, oh, fuck. Shanked it. Yeah. <laughs> my fuck got a hold of that one. My fantasy team name has P H U C K in it because you're not allowed to swear on the fucking in your team name on the site. What site are you on? Uh, what do I want? CBS. Has fantasy drafts all happened already? I guess it had to. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is everybody in here on a fantasy team? I am not. Hey, Diggs. Mm-hmm. What wide receiver did you take? Don't worry about who I took. Antonio Brown. What was that? Antonio Brown. Uh, looks like you're going to have to flex. I thought he was going <laughs> to be fine for at least four or five weeks before he fucking broke down. Is that what it's called, flex? Yeah, yeah, that's a position. They, I was at Yahoo Canada, launched a podcast for them. The <laughs> <laughs> Zone PR set us up with a bunch of PR interviews, you know. And i never really gone on a media tour like that. It, it's kind of a cool thing that they set up. Uh, a couple of them, I mean, I was on the first ever podcast of somebody. So I'm co-host of Congratulations. a podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm not on the next episode, did I get fired? <laughs> I would like to know. Um, hey, man, thanks for spreading the word on the show that no one's ever listened to. <laughs> That's, it, was set up, it was set up for me to do PR for DAZONE and our show coming to DAZONE. Uh, and what it turned into was uh, doing a show with literally zero... Because if you haven't launched a podcast yet, there yeah. is no listenership. Yeah, there nothing. is literally a zero listenership. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that guy was talented. I'm sure it's going to grow. But if you're doing marketing for something, it feels as if yeah, you should think about doing a show that has at least one listener. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I think so. laughs> there was more listeners in the room of that podcast. <laughs> yeah, and the guy was good. You'd be like, we might as well, we don't even really have to record this. We can just <laughs> talk about ourselves. <laughs> hey, the guy was good though. Like, I think the show will do well. Yeah. I think that guy will succeed. But it was very interesting to do a marketing push with a show that, I mean, by definition, has zero listeners <laughs> at the moment. So that was interesting. But then they put me on in front of a, a camera for like one-liner type things. Mm-hmm. The last time I did this was when I did it with Bleach Report at the Super Bowl, yep. and I predicted the end of Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Steal the rocks from the fucker. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Everybody thought I, I gave a spoiler. Turns out, I just wrote the movie for you guys. <laughs> Never saw the thing. So the lady that was doing it was actually there from Bleach Report at the Super Bowl, because I said, oh, last time I did this, I like predicted the end of that uh, Infinity thing. And they were like, uh, the lady was like, no, it was Endgame. And I was the one that asked you the question. I was like, oh, cool. So we'll get set up for more situations like that. The, fir- the first six were about fantasy football. I know nothing about fantasy <laughs> they were called. It was called Trade, Drop, or uh, uh, Keep? Start. Start, start, yeah. Yeah, and they would get three players. And they're like, uh, you drop the one that's the worst. <laughs> you trade the one that's overvalued. And then you start the one that you like the most. I'm like. You're setting me up for failure here. Like, you don't even just talk shit on all these guys. <laughs> and they're, they're like, all right, Jameis Winston. Uh, I forget who else. Jared Goff. Jared Goff and uh, somebody else. And I was like, I don't know. Jameis Winston could have an incredible year. Bruce Arians <laughs> is going to be there. Drop. I, I did. I dropped him. Yeah. I was like, I guess I'll drop him just for the sake of the game. I think I said, and I get you're gonna start golf. I guess that mm-hmm. uh, seems like the right move. He's got McVeigh in his corner, yep. and then we trade it. I was like, "What does trade mean?" They're like overvalued. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, this is all negative." So I kind of just, I very much bullshitted through that entire thing, and I, I, I don't think there's gonna be any good clips that are gonna come out. Of <laughs> <laughs> we spent a couple hours in that place, yep. and I don't think there's gonna be a single good clip from there. That's probably the first real miss. But I don't know anything about fantasy football, Todd. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I think you and I were the only people in this room that weren't on the group chat to uh, draft a fantasy team, by the way. Yeah. Because everybody agree. else in here has a fantasy football team. I know. Except for us. I don't, left out. I don't, Not I don't together. have one either. None of us are in a league together. No. I would have done one. I couldn't get invited to sing. I, my fucking son's in one. And I, I said, hey, just so you know, I'm not in any leagues. I'm open. Like, if you want to let me in your league, whatever. Uh, I don't think we have room. <laughs> so, but I think I'm going to enjoy. Sorry, man. Car's full. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Billy. Billy, your own. That kid came from your nuts. I know. Right from it. What the fuck? Just fucking threw me away. You got to ground him. Yeah, I should. <laughs> you two don't live together anymore. I know. Is it weird? I have no control over him anymore. Because <laughs> you ever did? Huh? Because you did? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I did. <laughs> Be like, it's, you know, I fucking pay for this roof, and now I don't pay for his roof anymore. <laughs> That's the last thing I had. The so, last control yeah. line you had over him. Mm-hmm. 
I thought about having a kid. Al Wayman co-signed for his car. Fuck you, dick! <laughs> I can take that car back. Billy's going to be walking. You thought about having a kid? I thought about it, yeah. I thought about having a kid the other day. Doctor? We're on those Canadian vitamins. And I think some little child yelled or something. I was laying in bed. Sam was passed out. Not for long, though, because the pillows were terrible. So uh, <laughs> we're both up, I don't know, every 25 minutes or so. I slept more than time, but not much. <laughs> but I thought about I got, like, deep in my mind there, and I thought about my kid. I'm going to be a fucking bad dad. <laughs> how do you care? I think, Todd, how do you care? It, it is always something they say, like, oh, when you see the baby, you never know love until you see your baby. What if it doesn't happen? What if I, I look know. at that thing and I'm like, well, there goes all my fucking dreams. <laughs> Happens all the time. I think that's what a lot of people say. That's why they have adoption. Yeah, <laughs> people give away kids all the time. Listen, you guys cannot be promoting for me to adopt my kid or put my kid up for adoption. Yeah. It sounds like before this kid is even thought about or created, you all are very much on the put that thing up. Throwing the towel in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well, I want to be able to tell. Yeah, and I want to be able to tell everybody that when yeah, when you look at your baby, you're just going to fall instantly in love. You're going to feel responsible for being in the world and keeping it there, and you'll just naturally fall in love and never want to be away from it. But then, obviously, some people look at the kid and they're like, "Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they really need this thing." Bro. <laughs> I see my son. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I won't say Sam will get pissed off. Um, all right. It's been a good Friday. We had the end game from last yesterday's okay. episode. Gumpy uh, was tasked to pick up a question from a listener. Mm. And if Gumpy picked your question, you will win some merch from the store. Gumpy, who was it? It's from at Marcelo underscore Unda. And the question was, after listening to Pat McAfee Show's interview with Marshawn Lynch, I went for Skittles for a snack. What's your go-to candy on all the road trips? Okay, this is a problem. If there's a Reese's mm -hmm. in the area, it's going down. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get on a diet. I'm trying to get fit like all these TV people. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chris Sims might be 120 pounds right now. <laughs> Did you see him on TV? <laughs> yeah. Everybody on TV gets very thin. He looks like someone who would run marathons. He looks like a horse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He does. He's got those big chompers and he's super skinny. It's just... <laughs> Thank you. The opinions of Ty Schmidt did not reflect those of his employer. But he did. He seems like he lost a lot of weight because he knew he was going to be on TV. Mm -hmm. Everybody does that. And boy, whenever I'm around a Reese's, it's a problem. It is a real problem. The Canadian one were different, though. I was just going to say that. I, I, I thought they weren't very good, to be no. honest. Oh. I think they might have had a less sugar or different sugar. For oh. sure, because they did not taste that chocolatey, and the peanut butter was very bland. And there was Ooh. only there was three of them in the package. Yeah, weird. So normally you get them two or four here in the States. Four is king size in Canada. What about three? Three is regular. Yeah, that's obnoxious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, honestly, what they did is they took the taste from two of them and just... Spread put it, it out. yeah, put it spread it out into three of them. <laughs> That's exactly what it tastes yeah. like. Just an extra morsel for you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> do do sweets here taste extra sweet, Gump? Not really, no. Tastes okay. better here. We went pretty hard in that store last night. Yeah, they, they also they that was a nice tab. We on. we went outside on a staircase, <laughs> just took off, man. It was our last night there, so 
We walked into the honeypot place and bought everything in there. I'm a little bit of an overspender in there. When they see me walking in there, there should be <laughs> bells and whistles going off. You got the uh, people with the iPads elbowing each other in the neck <laughs> trying to. <laughs> uh, the big, yeah, I remember the big fucking dumb American. Yeah. He's only in town for probably 24 hours. He's going to buy everything. And that's what happened. We really did. So we thought we couldn't waste it. And we, uh, we just took off. And we all stumbled back into the lobby. It was kind of a long day. And there's like a little gift shop, and we walk in there, and it's just fucking. Oh, I know that. It was a savage operation. We're literally all just bumping into each other. Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam was overlooking at this like moose thing. It was chocolate, and then knocked over a bag. Knocked over a bag trying to get to. We just looked like the dumbest Americans of all time. And uh, Ty and I walked out of there with Reese's. I had ice cream. I wanted ice cream. Oh, well, I, nice. I offered to pay for everybody and everybody only had a few things. But then when I offered the pay, uh, a couple people took a second trip back to the rack. <laughs> Ooh, name, name, I Pat. Went, I went back. <laughs> I went back and grabbed ice cream. Uh, found, found the ice cream after about 20 minutes. In Nick, there. Nick was sitting there like he was the first one up to the counter. So I just assumed he was checking out and moving, you know. And instead, he, like, turned around, and he, like, told the lady at the counter, like, uh, I got everybody's. And I, like, overheard it. Wait, you had Canadian money? No, card. You still have a card. Oh. Canadian money, by the way, they, they aren't ready to just do the math for you either. <laughs> no. That thing's five Canadian dollars, and you give them five American dollars, which is actually probably, like, $6.50 in Canadian. Dollar oh, and a Oh, hey, buddy, I can't take this. Hey, no, no, or... <laughs> they don't like to do it, because it's way more. It's a dollar and a quarter for every U.S. dollar. Yeah, Canada. and they'll just keep it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that, that was worth it. <laughs> well, I got that one fucking uh, ice cream sandwich. Oh, the, yeah. The lady was hysterical. She was a lady in the food truck, and we saw, she was parked right outside of our hotel the first time we were there. Mm -hmm. And we walked by it, and we were going to get food, and we hadn't ate all day. And I like walked by the ice cream truck, and I, I like stopped. I was like, Fox, we should get something. <laughs> we weren't even high yet. No. That was before we didn't even get a chance to experience Canada. Right. So we, we got one, and then we walked off. And we did like a two-hour walk around the city or whatever. And as we're coming back to the hotel, I like stop at the ice cream truck. And the lady that's working the ice cream truck like peeks her head around the corner and she goes, oh, my God, look at you. <laughs> and I was like, my eyes, I guess, were just barely open. And she was like, oh, hey, Cheech, you want to? <laughs> I was like, I'll take that ice cream. Yeah. I love it, man. But I did it when Nick said he was paying for it. I did it like a fucking, I look like the... Um, the tomb of the unknown soldier. When they, <laughs> <laughs> they do the turn around. Did the heel click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, walk right back. <laughs> and then turn around and right back up. Right. Uh, it was nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those Reese's were shit, though. Yeah, they were garbage. And the other selection was horse shit, too. You oh, yeah, why'd you go so ham at Mr. Big? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> he went hard. Mr. Big is like, a, I guess, a Canadian candy bar. Delicacy. Yeah, so he, Gump says. I told you it was dog shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gump hates Canada, by the way. We got a Canadian here that just hates Canada. Yep. Is that true? That's not true. All I said was there was too many suits. And I don't think oh, I'm wrong Oh, specifically in, in Toronto. Yeah. Not a big suits guy? Right. There's like a lot of people who maybe thought they were more important than they were. Hey, pal. <laughs> Honest, wow. except Kipper. Kipper, Kipper is somebody. He had a great suit. Hey, he Steve Nash. Steve good. Nash powed uh, Gumpy. 
gave him a pile. Did it pile off? Nice. Well, he had to because Gumpy gave him about five pals in quick succession <laughs> when he was leaving. Gumpy hit him with a five piece. He did. Pile, good to see you. Pile from Victoria. Pile, Pile. <laughs> He's like, all right, Pile. And I tried, man, I said it on yesterday's show. I tried to show Steve Nash my jumper so he could critique it, and the fucking Canadian Wi-Fi was too slow. It wouldn't load the video. Oh. Steve Nash had to leave. Mm. When's that opportunity going to open up again? I know, because never. he's uh, one of the guys you would want to see it. I mean, he he would know what he's talking about. Anyways, that's my answer to old cousin that asked that question. Reese's. I think it's the best. You know what Reese's get me now? I don't know. They're like leftover from Halloween or Christmas, like the, the very little one, like individual wrapped ones. You like those ones? Too much oh, yeah. work for me. Well, no, like I, I go out to gold. I go out to like get water in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh, one Might of these well. won't hurt. It's a lot of work, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, not enough work. Yeah, but they. Are, I have the same problem. I mean, you can't just eat one of them, right? Yeah, because you got to have like three or four because they fit in the, your hand yeah, with the foil around. Them. Yeah, no, I could have just one. Really? No uh, way. Promise no you. Way. Good for you. Oh, when it's like two thirty-seven in the morning, you don't have self-control. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, I've had that same mm-hmm. exact situation as you. And when I go in, I take out like five of them. Oh, yeah. No, no, just a little yeah. Digsy treat to go before he goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> a little Digsy Reesey. I have a little, you gotta, do a little song while I'm opening it up because it does take a little bit to open it up. Diggy like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with the thins. It's healthier. The thins are good. The thins are delicious. And you can eat 80 of them. And nah. It's like, eat, like eating one. Have you had no. the pieces in the Reesey's yet? Yeah, I don't know. The texture change up there. We also they, they sent us the what the outrageous candy. Yeah, the outrageous. The outrageous thing. Mm-hmm. They sent that with a. Uh, <gasps> it's a bit. Nugget. What was that? A cooler with yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw. There's a Reese's Take Five now too. With a boom boom. Yeah, Sam. Sam loves the Take Five one. I think they did it right. The yeah, the, they're doing it right. Hey, the Hershey guy. Guess. I learned his story somehow. Somebody told me. Who told me? Me. I've like, been watching uh, the, the History guy? Channel. Oh, He's how, been on there yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yo, this dude invested all of his money into a chocolate company before he even had a chocolate recipe. He had no clue how to make chocolate. Really? I was like, yep, fuck it. <laughs> 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 we'll figure it out. Eh? You got to respect the fuck out of well, that. Well, they got a bunch of wagons and horses. They're going to take forever to build this fucking plant. We'll, find, we'll figure out how to make the chocolate. <laughs> I'm just going to dump a quick million into it. That's what he did, right? He built up an entire he had, town. He had some other company that he sold, made a million dollars from it. A million dollars back in the day, obviously, a tremendous amount of money. He invested all of it into Dairy PA. He bought up the dairy farms in the town. He built a town for his factory, for his factory workers to live in, and then he built the factory before he ever had the recipe to make the actual milk chocolate. This guy was selling drugs. By the way, the town Hershey smells like dog shit. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's the fucking chocolate factory. It does not smell good. You ever been there? Yeah, we were there uh, WrestleMania week. Yeah, Yeah, come on, bro. Nice town. smell good. Road to WrestleMania started Mm -hmm. in Hershey. Yeah. Did you notice the smell? Yeah, it was our first stop. Yeah. Smell like chocolate, but no, I know what you mean. I've been to Hershey Park before, the amusement park yeah. they have around there. It does smell. It's, it's not weird. a good. One. It's not pleasant. I smell chocolate because Mr. Hershey did it right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really smelled anything. I don't think I smelled anything. The only thing I smelled was all the humans that were pouring into that Applebee's. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. bro! We were sitting in the Applebee's. The humans that were just pouring into that place were next level, man. I don't think they worked for Mr. Hershey. I think they traveled in from out of town. Never would have guessed. Mr. Hershey wouldn't let his humans smell the way they smell. Milton? No uh, chance. No Definitely way. tourists. A lot of tourists go through. Todd, you're a big right? candy guy. You like the sweet stuff, though, don't you? Yeah. You know what I'm hooked on right now? I like um, specifically the Costco brand chocolate-covered almonds. The Kirkland <laughs> brand, I think is what they are. And they come in a tub like, I don't know, it's probably 4,000. 
in a, in a thing. It's like a big pickle jar size. All right, Gump, are they delicious? They He's, are, I got yeah. him hooked on them now. Yeah. But they make so much noise so when you get up at 2.30 in the morning and reach in there, it's like... <laughs> and your girlfriend wakes up like, what the fuck? Other than that, though, they're awesome. Yeah, the nuts are also healthy, too. So yeah, that's what I feel about them. Yeah, my protein. Well, if it's dark chocolate, you're good. Almonds are keto. Hey, chocolate... Um, Macadamia nuts, also incredible. Oh, I love macadamia nuts. They do that, that in Hawaii. Good. Really? Big chocolate macadamia nut oh. uh, state over there, Hawaii. Nice. I plow through uh, probably about 4,000 every time I'm out there. <laughs> yeah. I just let them eat. Then they have some wasabi ones. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I, get that. I believe it's wasabi macadamia nuts. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Clear right out. Macadamia nuts are so good. They're Underrated. really expensive, though, right? Yeah, because I think yeah. they come from. Right. You get them from Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. My number one so. candy grab at any gas station are the giant chewy sweet tarts. Yeah, Four in a pack. And that's because you're you a three-year-old are a child. Weird dude, Every Dwight. single time. It's- you eat candy like you're a three-year-old child. No, and Zito, too. I mean, Zito and Nick have a very similar... I'm a variety guy. I buy for everybody. I walked in here the other day, and Nick had one of those... Those uh, sweet tart necklaces. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, like the little, yeah. uh, the little balls yeah, that you pull it out. Yeah, he's saw mouth it. sucking on it. Yeah, because you can slingshot with Next those things. That's all fucking sticky after. <laughs> those things were such a good concept. <laughs> if I had like a mountain of ecstasy, maybe, yeah, I'd be all into it. But. Speaking of ecstasy, I hope Bieber comes out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a sad post by the Biebs. It was. You know what, though? I think we all noticed it. We all realized it. Yeah. And I think we're all going to come out the other side. Still a fan of Bieber. Hey, Bieber, you might have been going through some real shit, but when you got in that booth, you're making some real heat, yeah. bub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do as many drugs as you want as long as you're putting out bangers. Well, I, I think he doesn't want to do drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but you were yeah. just saying like, you can do as many as you want. I hope it doesn't affect his music. You think he's going to sober up and it's all going to be uh, for naught? You never he know. may even pour more into his music. I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Who's the guy? Who's the rapper? Which one? Mac Miller? I'm on a pursuit of Cuddy. Cuddy, Cuddy, yeah. He got sober, right? He stopped smoking weed. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tried to release a couple albums. They didn't do great. They stunk. They started smoking weed again. Great <laughs> album again. <laughs> Just like Eminem, right? Yeah. Eminem stopped smoking weed, lost his flow. Now he's coming back. Very aggressive. <laughs> Every time he gets on a microphone. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. He's trying to fight everybody again. He's trying to fight the microphone or he gets in there, man. Eminem used to be that guy, too. And then now when he rhymes, it is... I mean, he's beating my ears up when he goes. Because he just... Word, 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 word. <laughs> lost his flow, though. You know what I mean? I think he lost his mm-hmm. flow. And I don't want Eminem to hear that. <laughs> I don't want him to bury me. You got this tape coming Maxine Rack and smacking him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Napkins. Napkins. <laughs> I think Eminem still has a couple heaters left in him, though, somewhere deep down in there. And he's I think, he's sure. so rich, he doesn't fucking care anymore. He he has to have all of Detroit. Does he own just a park? Oh, dude, everyone in Detroit bows down. 1,000%. They, they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, him, Gene Simmons, Kid Rock? Kid, yep, exactly. Nailed it. Tim Allen. Tim <laughs> Allen. State <laughs> of Michigan. Yeah, you have to. Legend. Hey, whenever Legend. he does those... Uh, Pure Michigan commercials. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you hear on. the Santa Claus talking about it? Uh. <laughs> come on. I do want to remake Santa Claus. That's my goal one day. You got to meet him. Tim Allen? Yeah. I think it'll happen one day. Uh, we'll see. My dad, sure it will. My dad is Tim Allen, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like just a different version without the cocaine sales in the past. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What's his show now he has out? Uh, Last Man Standing. Yeah. Oh, it fucking stinks. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, it was, it was one of the shows. It was one of the shows on that was in Canada that I. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I watched it for about four hours. <laughs> yes. Yes. Days. I watched it. It's the only goddamn thing. I, the, the channels up there are bad. Bad channels really? in Canada. Because I was watching Home Improvement. Where? <laughs> no, tell. It was no. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. Yes. What? Do they only show Tim Allen? Is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it the only Played guy? every Santa Claus movie, too. <laughs> I think that's why DAZN's so big up there. I was, I was trying to scan through the television. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We're talking about bad shows on good channels. Yeah. We you should HBO and stuff, pal? Even no, you're, they you're, don't. You're, you're yeah, not. Just, well, no, that was hotel. just basic cable, though, right? Yeah, but but I'm talking. The, it was the, the basic. You don't have like TBS, like, TNT. We're at a goddamn yeah, Hilton, not a fucking motel on the side of the highway. Like, get Just, HBO in there. Hey, real quick, those were not Hilton pillows. I don't think the Hilton right. family would like to own take the ownership of the Toronto Hilton pillows. Paris in the house, y'all. Nikki. Both of those do have the last name of Hilton. <laughs> yes, yeah. and neither would accept the pillows you're talking about. If Paris Hilton. Walked into that Hilton and put her head down on those pillows. Uh, I'd argue she'd change her name. I forgot yes. that Paris was Hilton. So I said the only Hilton that I knew. <laughs> How do you? We mean? heard it. She's actually more famous than Nikki Hilton. Way more. <laughs> Shit, TV show. One million times more famous. Yeah, I think. Forgot I'd, that she had. I thought she was just one of those one name people. Forgot that she had a last you name. You've never seen House of Wax? Who? Oh, great movie. Absolute amazing movie. Out there in the middle of nowhere, there's oh, yeah. that wax museum thing. Just wax. Good movie. Madame Tussauds. <laughs> What's that? Wax Museum. What was the name of it? Madame Tussauds. Which Mad- Hilton was Madame in? Tussauds, which, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah. Which Hilton was in the. The what, only the, Hilton. Paris, dude. I've seen one of her movies. Oh, it wasn't very that good. one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <Big fan. laughs> All right. Thank you to the guy that asked the candy question. We'll do that every Friday. Gumpy will hook you up with some merch. We got a lot of good shit that coming. That was a good question. It was a good question. Mm-hmm. Spurred a good debate. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've given my answer more than a few times on that, though. Yeah. Might be new to the show. Appreciate you. Uh, I will always like the Reese's. And just wait till it's Jesus coming out of the cave season. Oh. Those, <laughs> those Reese eggs. Those Reese eggs somehow even better are <laughs> the perfection of candy. Pumpkins uh, are out. You don't like the pumpkins? What? I think it's too much chocolate. I think you're right. The egg is just the perfect mm-hmm. ratio. I fuck with the Christmas tree too. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the tree and the uh, same egg, ratio. similar size. Yeah. yeah, the Jesus ones. Yep. Yeah. So you guys talk about me being weird. Your taste is too much chocolate. The Jesus family of Reese. I'll eat them all. Great. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Reese really went hard for Jesus. <laughs> Not so much. He perfected the, the recipe for the Jesus. Mm-hmm. The Halloween one, the anti-Jesus, if you will, if you go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not good enough for me. He said, "Let's not make this one as good as the Jesus ones." Yeah. All right. Oh, a couple bangers. Friday Bangers is back. Hey. Nice. Friday Bangers is back. It's back, baby. Pretty excited about that. And what, I, what that is, for those that are new to the show, is the job of this Friday show is to lift you into a mood that is better than you've been all week. Because just around the corner here, manana, if you will, or even potentially eight hours from now, there is that beautiful scent that beautiful taste, that beautiful feeling of freedom. Mm. You worked your ass off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for this. 
the end of the week, the weekend, the foosball is about to fill your brain and mind for the next 15, 16 weeks. You're about to let loose and hammer some alcoholic beverages. <laughs> Ain't that right, Diggs? Mm-hmm. I said that a little aggressively. It made you sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Friday's the greatest day of the week, and it's our job to assist with that. With that being said, it's time for... Oh, yeah. This is an OG segment. It's the end of the week. Y'all already know what that means. Whether you want to chill pregame and get hammered, this right here, we call this the Friday Bangers. Bangers, 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 bangers. It's the Friday Bangers. Bangers, bangers, bangers. Okay, the purpose of this segment, long time ago, was to give you something to listen to while going home from work. The man that just sang the intro song to that, his name is Uncle Sam with a K and two M's. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Good dude. He had a, a pair of skull glasses on when we met him. Yeah. Long hair. And he said, hey, I'm a fan, and I make music. He put together that heater of an intro for us. So first things first, let's lead off into it. First Friday, Bangers back on the Pat McAfee Show. It had lived on Heartland Radio for a long time. Boys, incredible job with it. Now it's time to continue running with it through this fall. Bring it home. Uh, this one is from Anthony Diggs DeGilio. We told him to send in a football song. This is what Diggs went with. It's called Na Na Hey Hey. <laughs> Kiss him. Goodbye. <laughs> Turn us up a little bit. Is that nice? Can we turn it up a little bit? Maxed out. I stared a whole right through. <laughs> <laughs> this makes you think of football dicks? Yeah. Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trisky Trust. I'll be honest. If we're being completely honest here. There was some mishearing on my part as far as the bangers for today. And I may have, may have panicked and just set in this song. Nah, nah, hey, hey, goodbye. Can you all touch Gary Batier real quick? But I do think it's pretty remarkable. Nah, nah, hey, 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 goodbye. Like if you were to ask the people who made this song in mm-hmm. the 70s if they ever thought their song would be a football song. Following along yeah. in that same vein, Zito just sent his in. 1 a.m. And it is <laughs> oh, straight oh. out of Remember the Titans. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. Oh. Uh, so oh. when the rookies... Had to sing mm-hmm. in front of the team. Mm-hmm. It was a cheat code. There was an easy way to win it. If you went up there, just had a little bit of confidence and a little bit of energy, and said, Ain't no mountain high, the whole rest of the room just stands up. <laughs> ain't no valley low, <laughs> ain't no river wide enough, baby. It went everybody. You need me, call me. 
funny parts of the movies where Gosling is fucking get real into it and the racist white tight end fucking gets mad at him. Fucking shoulders. Hey, the racist white tight end <laughs> is a pivotal role in that movie. Yeah. Really showcases how much the races, the whites in particular, hated the other yeah. races. <laughs> I think there's a left guard. When they're in the car and Gary doesn't go up to fucking Kicking Hill or whatever. <laughs> with his girlfriend in the yeah, car yeah. too. Yeah, fucking die. I By die the way, every- you break up with her immediately. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have. She came around. Nah, what? well, she she was just trying at the end. She hadn't well, fully yeah. come around yet. Yeah. By the way, Julius Campbell, one that gave her the opportunity at the end of the movie to come back around. No. <laughs> you stay in that car and go elsewhere, lady. While I'm trying to solve social justice issues. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hot. Did she dump him after the car crash? Maybe that's why he was so miserable when he asked him to sign the fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I lost Susie. Zito went to uh, Indie Comic Con and got Gary Bertier's autograph on a football. Yep. And uh, she's not happy. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm not connected to you anymore. I've pressed pause four times. <laughs> oh, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Tech is going. Great. What the hell's going on here? Pretty good selection there, Zeke. Thank you. Proud of you, man. Ain't Honest. a mountain high enough. Ain't a valley low enough. Ain't a river wide enough. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you need me, me call me. me. No matter no where you are. No matter how far. Oh, oh, baby. Hey. We killed it. By the way, that's what an <laughs> NFL locker room does. <laughs> Uh, this one is from Frank Moraldo moving on. Uh, not a bad choice here, just a little bit of gangster stuff. <laughs> what you gonna do is good music and you. Huh? Uh, mm, mm, mm. Todd, you ever heard this? You know they mad cause it, cause it, cause I'm I don't think I have. You never ever ever seen a nigga good trick. Uh, you in the problem, start it up. Boom, boom. Start it up. Boom, boom. Start it up. They chose to not use a motorcycle, <laughs> but to actually go into microphones and say, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Is that the part I remember the Titans when Gurnier's girlfriend left? She was like, What is that music, baby? 
They're not even singing. They're just talking fast. Speaking of people saying that, tonight uh, in the oh, NFL uh, kickoff concerts, uh, Megan Trainer uh, sang a song, and then Meek Mill uh, performed a song. And I will say this. I have an affinity for the song strictly from the Philadelphia Eagles pregame whenever they're going in to the NFC Championship game. This song was playing on the sideline. But watching him perform it live with an audience, I mean, it's a slow build. Okay, this song is a slow build. So for the podcast, this might be tough, not for the listener, but for the people in this room <laughs> to stay focused on the song <laughs> while it builds. But when it hits, watching him perform it live... I mean, it hit. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a lot of people on the internet saying, uh, why is this guy yelling at us? Because <laughs> they didn't really listen to it. Todd. Todd, one of those people. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Evan Foxy's pick from uh, Mr. Mill. Dreams and Nightmares. Ooh. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? We're going to be waiting a while, buddy. You ready? <laughs> Uh, uh, I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this, in a matter of time I spent on some locked up shit, in the back of the paddy wagon, cuz locked on wrist, see my dreams unfold, nightmares come true, it was time to marry the game, and I said yeah, I, I do. do, if you want it, you gotta see it with a clear eye view, got shorty, she try and bless when me, when this like hits, by the way, I think I'm gonna like lose my mind, sneeze, nigga, Please for them trick or squeeze, I'm getting cream. Never let them hoes get in between the what we started. Little nigga, but I'm lying hearted. They love me when I was stuck and they hated when I departed. I go and get it regardless. Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling. Went straight to walking with foreigns in my garages. A foreign bitches menaging, fucking sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me get him, I got him. You got him, Tom. I did it without an album. This shit with Mariah. Never heard of her? Little nigga, I'm on fire. Fire as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flyer. When I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease. Then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, to rest in peace. Hey, to rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot. Phantom so big, can't even fit in the parking spot. You ain't talking about my niggas, then what you talking Coming, about? Coming, Todd. move in silence, nigga, <laughs> yeah. and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. All the old white people watching this like, oh, this guy's a poet. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. It goes so angry. Shut up. If you get me in your ass, I get 
Anyways. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that song, though. Hey. You know, I heard it on the broadcast, too. That you couldn't hear the music. You could only hear, hear them what in he the microphone. Saying. Yeah, and his hype and guy. Sounded, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the music is pretty important to that. Especially in the yeah. build, yeah. Because, you know, just like a movie is scored mm-hmm. properly, that song... Like, I do wonder if they were in the booth and it was supposed to be that slow at the beginning. And Meek Mill, like, listened to it back. He's like, I really feel like we got to get going with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's just drop a fucking beat right in the middle of this thing and you just start yelling. Got it. And it turned into one of the hardest rap mm-hmm. songs of the year, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles really losing their mind over there on the mm-hmm. sideline. Won a Super Bowl because of it. Yep. Nope. All right. I like that. That was a good one, Foxy. Thank you. I mean, you sent it in. Literally four hours late. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I missed the instructions. At least you said a good one. Just follow the instructions. Unlike myself. Yeah, Dick's kind of embarrassed his family name. Degelio. <laughs> Diggs, you better fucking tighten up, by the it's way. It's always next week. Diggs, we're going live in Italy. Yeah. Tighten up, bro. Represent. Okay. I wonder if they just have a, a direct line to the 23andMe <laughs> and anybody that has any percentage of Italian. <laughs> That guy got 0.09% and I'm fucking we want him. <laughs> um, I didn't really, I told you guys to pick a song and I didn't really do it. <laughs> but uh, this song is a song. All right, so let's go through it. So when I was a freshman um, at WVU, we had a kid from Atlanta who had a plug for a rapper that was about to come out and be a monster. So we had the mixtape before it went big. And the song of my freshman summer was this song. So I anytime I hear the song, I think of like my first real run with football. Okay. It's it is a sentimental song mm-hmm. coming from a snowman. Convict. Oh. <laughs> Ain't kind of young Jesus. <laughs> Great. Great song. Great song. Hey. Trying to take it easy. I remember being in a weight room and they played this. I was like, what the fuck is this? They're like, oh, it's the guy from Atlanta, Young Jeezy. He's going to be big. And they played that song and everybody in there was like, yeah, probably. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Only way to Okay, so that song, anytime I hear it, it makes it reminds me of my freshman year when it felt like Rich Rodriguez and Mike Barwis were trying to run half the team <laughs> out of the building <laughs> and just grinding us to death. So then I was in Cincinnati last week in their weight room again with their strength coaches talking to them. And their song in their weight room is this song, which if anybody from Cincinnati football team is listening, you should make it your kickoff song because if it's in the weight room, the team will probably react well to it. And it's a song that I think drunk white kids would lose their mind <laughs> in the crowd, which we saw a lot of at Nippert Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, mm-hmm. like 35,000, I believe, were there, 30,000 mm-hmm. were there. A lot of drunk white kids in that student section. You throw this song on, I assume Nip at Night turns into a whole different animal. So this isn't technically my football song, but it's a song I believe that the Cincinnati Bearcats should just go ahead and own, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure a lot of football teams do. You tell me. Let's go! Let's go! 
Yeah. 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 You have to edit a lot out. <laughs> that messed me up. Nap time, by the way. Second one mentioned. So we're very tight. Shout out, Foxy. How about both states? The Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> you would cut to right here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right here. I mean, think about Nippert State. I mean, oh. that would be uh, that'd be an electric environment. Absolutely. Everyone bobbing their heads. Oh yeah. Oh. Their Aussie punter would be able to. Yeah, mate. <laughs> hey, this blood goes, huh? <laughs> Anyways, I think that would be a good kickoff song. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, they had great lyrics. Great lyrics. I mean, they really sat down and said, what's art? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter, though. No. Lil John performed in Minnesota no. just a couple years ago, and there was 80-year-olds bopping mm-hmm. and 11-year-olds bopping in the middle of Minnesota. Lil John got the juice. Another song that I wanted to be my kickoff song for the Colts that they said no to um, was, you know, it kind of... You would have to replace the word brick in this upcoming song with kick, okay? Just keep that in mind as you listen to the lyrics. I wanted this to be my kickoff song for the Indianapolis Colts. It was uh, turned down quickly. Great question. That was from an artist named Stitches. I used to see whoever it was for the Colts that had to entertain your thought on this. Like, hey, I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay? <laughs> Very clearly about selling cocaine. But if we just take that one word out mm-hmm. and put kick in there, I think we'll play. <laughs> I don't know, Pat. How about uh, kick house? Yeah, that's we'll pretty much that. what we we'll 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 brick with kick, Pat. Or how about like uh, big kicks? <laughs> Don't <laughs> 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 All right, everybody have a great fucking weekend. Um, show's over. Did we do everything we're supposed to? Yeah. Sure sounds like it. We're giving away a car. Monday, 10 a.m. Monday, 10 a.m. Our lives change. Hopefully the world changes. I mean, it's a big world, mm-hmm. right? You always think you're going to put a dent in it, mm-hmm. and then you find out, nope. <laughs>
You go to Toronto, mm-hmm. you just walk around, nobody has a clue who you are. <laughs> Except for a couple people. Shout mm-hmm. out Colin, who did what I did to the big kipper to me in front of the DAZN people. <laughs> yeah, nice. His name's Colin. He was wearing a suit. Even though Gumpy hates you, I don't. I appreciate <laughs> you greatly. Uh, Monday morning, 10 a.m. Will the tech work? Who knows? Will it look good? I think so. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to bring some electricity, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be streaming through the social medias. It's going to be streaming through the DAZONE app. Um, it's going to be a beautiful one. A couple big-name guests coming on next week. Ooh. Do I say them now? Tease. Sure. Sure. An NFL quarterback who's undefeated oh, yeah. this oh. season mm-hmm. is going to be on the show next week. <laughs> there we go. Narrowed down. Very happy he won, by the way. Yes. Oh, thank God. Sucks for Zito. <sighs> Sucks for Chuck Pagano, yep. whose defense had an incredible sh- mm-hmm. showing. Mm-hmm. Sucks for Chicago. Sucks for Mitch Trubisky. Hey, they made that field Spiders. goal, though. Why didn't they kick the 51-yarder? Let the Should kid have, have a shot. Know. Are you just not going to kick 50-yarders the rest of the year because last year's kicker wasn't good? It was 4th and 10, too, wasn't fourth it? 4th and 10, 51-yarder, yep. yeah. very attainable. Ed, that Eddie Pinheiro kid kicked like a 69-yard field goal. Or and if you're not going to kick ago. the field goal, why not punt? Well, I mean, Trubi- Trubisky's passes were getting within like 5 yards of his All players. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he'll be on the show next week. And a lot of big-name people. Very thankful for all of them. Very thankful for you. Let's go ahead and dominate the world. From myself, Todd McComas, Ty Schmidt, who's probably still awake right now while you're listening to this. Evan Fox, who had just heard about a lava cake today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zito, whose fanhood has been questioned, uh, but definitely not brought down at all. Not done. Put up. Well, you're literally at the bottom right now. The Start only, from the bottom, but now? You're still there. Yeah. Yeah. Completely defeated. <laughs> the only team in the NFL right now. <laughs> It's only up from here. Damn right. Thank you. I think that Bears team's good, but the Green Bay Packers might be good, too. <laughs> Evidently. We just might be. I can't wait to see what fucking LaShawn McCoy does with the Chiefs. How about the Browns, man? What are they going to do? Dead. Yeah, this is a Steeler talk, fan talking, but the Browns could be just come out and just light it up. Odell's mm-hmm. not even, he's not even going to play a game. Run. Yeah, what happened? Antonio Brown's not playing. Odell Beckham's not playing. These wide, Julio Jones, I don't think he's playing. Wide receivers were the talk of the offseason, and then now the regular season's here, and they're not going to play? That can't happen. I hope they're healthy. I hope they get healthy. I hope, uh, a couple of them. I hope Drew Rosenhaus salvages the situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems unsalvageable, but if anybody could do it, Drew Rosenhaus can do it. Uh, I hope Odell Beckham plays. Because whenever he's on the field, it's electric. I did too. I don't want any excuses out of that team. That a boy digs. Hey, really noble of you mm-hmm. to do that. Way to take the high road. Thank you. Hey, that that wasn't just the most uh, football cliche thing of all time. Don't <laughs> <laughs> make any excuses. Don't make any excuses. Because the Cleveland Browns fans will say, "Well, we didn't even have Odell Beckham." You're yeah. right. They should say that because they made a big play to get him. Hip injury though. Is that hip flexor? Is that from him kicking field goals oh. or the field goal net? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I hope he plays. I like the Browns. I like everything. I can't wait for the full NFL season to get started. I can't wait for you to have an incredible weekend. Monday, 10 a.m., we're giving away a goddamn Cadillac Escalade that's been sitting in my driveway for the last couple of years. It's not the one with the black mold in it. Nope. No, no, no. no. It's, it's a very nice vehicle. It's an actually nice vehicle. Very nice. Very expensive. What year is it? 17. How many oh, miles? Jeez. Next to none. I drove it probably four times. I mean, retail, that thing's going for at least 78K. Yeah, yeah, people are making a lot of money when they get it and sell it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, just get it and sell it. Am I even allowed to do I wonder if there's any. Yeah, you should yeah. sell it. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I mean, they can do whatever they want. Just get it and sell it. 
or keep it. It might last you another 10 years, free car. 10, yeah. 15 years. Put some new tires on there, maybe get yeah. a new battery. Mm. Boom. Tires are good. Mm-hmm. Tires, tires are, are good. good. There we go. Tires are brand new, basically. I mean, I didn't drive that thing at all. <laughs> I hated it. There's so many buttons in it. I couldn't drive. <laughs> it's like, like the space shuttle in there. It really was. Like, Can I turn up the fucking volume? And then all of a sudden, I'm blasting the heat on my ass. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want that. I want the volume. And then I turn up the air conditioning and then I move the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck? I'll just go back to this truck with three buttons. <laughs> <laughs> this thing got the Bluetooth? Yeah, but you got to go in here and you can't do it while you're driving and all that. I'm like, what the fuck? Ugh, it's a real issue. Mm. It is. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. One man's issue is another fan base's opportunity. <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. Monday through Friday on zone, 10 to noon, and on Westwood. Worldwide radio show gumpy our international correspondent will be answering the phones we hope you get through if you get on the show please know that i have a completely new mindset due to mike francesa mm-hmm. was mike francesa right about the slack stock Mm-mm. no not currently but nope. that's a 20-year play mm-hmm. correct people forget don't touch it they do. Mm-hmm. francesa told me if a caller calls in they want to be a part of the show and if they're not adding to the show you must for the good of the whole, get him off the fucking show. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you this. I'm a fair man. Oh, yeah. Stern. Very but fair. But fair. I'll give you every opportunity to perform greatness on the show. We'll be thankful if you call on the show, but God damn it, if you waste our time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring the Thor hammer down. Can't just let you just shit all over the stage, you know? Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Nope. Nick and Diggs will be there as well. And myself. I think I just said everybody's name in the room. That's what I was trying to do. Have a great Friday. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. Ty Schmidt. Hit the music. Let's go! Let's go! Yeah! yeah! Good job, the motherfucking Eastside Boys. Okay. Pass the Troy. Yeah! Represent for everybody, everybody, all the real niggas in America. Where you at? Or where the fuck you from? We represent for y'all. We represent for GA, Neptune, Tennessee, St. Louis, St.
SGB, you know the name. Wood grain in the motherfucking doodle truck. Got the black and red seats with the Georgia tub. Then I got my helmet hanging out the window. Ready to bust the head of a fucking pretender. Nigga, as soon as I enter, you know I'm making noise. Past Detroit and the East Side boys. AK's busting. I ride the whole clip. I cut that hole and let a motherfucking rip. It's what I live for Fuck him, fuck her I'm representing, put some more yak in my mug So I can throw it up Niggas must be scared to represent your shit. You scared? You must be scared, nigga. Scared? Fuck that shit. Fuck all my real niggas. What's up? That's proud of they hoods. Yeah. All of my real ladies. Yeah. Proud of they hoods. Yeah. They ain't never been scared. Yeah. Say this shit. Yeah. Fucking six, young ass niggas. I guess we filthy rich. My whole clique.